everybody, and welcome to episode three of Returns Unboxed. I'm Laura, a Returns nerd here at Rebound, and your regular host of Returns Unboxed. If you're new to the podcast, we exist to help unpack the ever-evolving landscape of returns, keeping new retail heads out there on the cutting edge. In our first two episodes, we covered preparing for peak and how to unlock the value of customer returns experience. Both are available wherever you like to get your podcasts. This time, we're talking about one of my very favorite things, Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, we hope you still find some entertainment out of the stories we're going to share today. And for this festive special, I'm joined by my fellow rebounder, Emily. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. Uh, I'm Emily and I look after sustainability communications here at Rebound. And like you, I absolutely ruddy love Christmas. I love everything about it. I love the smells. I love the lights. I love, love, love the food more than anything. So I am super excited to be here today. For the retailers that are listening, we know you're deep into peak with Black Friday and Cyber Monday in the rear view and Christmas just around the corner. We know how intense it is out there in retail land. That's why we're doing something a little bit different with this episode. We're not going to bombard you with stats or give you returns advice just a little bit too late. That's what our preparing for peak episode was for after all. Instead, we're filling this episode with weird and wonderful returns tales submitted from our network, our listeners and our own team. Think of this as your 30-ish minute reprieve from the chaos. Now, Emily, what better way to introduce you to the audience than by revealing your go-to holiday movie and why you love it? So this question is super easy for me. Um, it's my favourite Christmas film and always has been from as long as I can remember. Santa Claus with Tim Allen in, you know, the one with Ooh. the E on the end. Um, yes. I love it. I love everything about it. I, I've watched it every single year. Uh, and I think it's like how the music at the start, it just kind of gives me the festive feelings the second it comes on. So that for me, 100%, my favourite, hands down. What about you? So I have two, and I will say I only watched The Santa Claus for the first time last year. So maybe that's oh. not, maybe I've not watched it enough to get it up the list yet. But I have two. One of them is not strictly a Christmas film, but both of them centre Matthew Broderick. So the first one is Deck the Halls, classic Christmas film with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. If you've not seen it, you must. It's so good. Uh, and the other one is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I know it's not a Christmas film in the same way that Die Hard isn't a Christmas film. No, it isn't. <laughs> Fight me, I dare you. But I watch it every year at Christmas. So it just makes me, as you mentioned, those festive feelings. Gotta festive love them. Feels. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off is has got to be up there. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either of those. So I'm going to definitely put it on my list to watch this year because I do watch the same every single year. It's uh, Oh, that is just criminal. It's criminal. Oh, no, you've got to watch the Santa Claus, then the Grinch. To be fair, oh, I've already favorite. watched the Grinch. I've already watched the Grinch. I mean, we're recording this on the 29th of November and I've already watched most of my favourite Christmas <laughs> films. So I don't know what I'm going to watch all through December. Anyway... In the spirit of the 12 days of Christmas, we have 12 weird yet festive stories to share with you. These have come from retailers and also from some shoppers out there. And to mix it up a bit, we're also going to be sharing some of the weird gifts that people received that they wish they could have returned. Emily, how would you feel if somebody returned a gift that you had lovingly selected for them? Oh, this is hard because typically for me, my Christmas gifting routine is everyone has a main gift. That is thought, nice. that has had lots of thought, lots of energy, lots of time gone into it. Um, and then I've got the other gifts, the stocking fillers, the ones that kind of pad, pad out kind of thing. 
if the main gift was returned, I would be heartbroken because it, you know, I've had sleepless nights over what I'm getting my sister-in-law. It's like, it takes up all of my energy. Um, but if it was like the little ones, you know, the three for two from Boots, I don't mind so much. <laughs> I'm not that fussy. I need to get myself on your Christmas list by the sounds of things. <laughs> Although I will say you did get me a Christmas present a couple of years ago and it was a little plaque for my desk. Yes. Uh, and it sat there pride of place ever since. So you are good at giving Christmas gifts. I am. And what did the plaque say, Laura? It said fixer of everything. Exactly. And that is just true. <laughs> you see, I have um, to kiss to get what I want. <laughs> <laughs> interestingly you're not alone in feeling um like you know you wouldn't mind 79% of people said that they wouldn't mind or rather that people got something that they wanted um interestingly people are more likely said they're more likely return and re-gift things that they got from family rather than like friends or a colleague which I think is really strange like I'm less likely to re-gift something that I got from family just in case my nan turns up in five years time and it's like where's that lamp I got you in 2003 like, yeah. like I have to hold that's what attics are for right <laughs> exactly. so I find that really strange um but most people said they wouldn't mind we did also ask people if the value of the item mattered, like would they be more or less likely to return something if it was expensive? Uh, and it was pretty 50-50 split. They had no preference, which is surprising as well because I thought if it's more expensive, you're going to want to make sure you've got the right thing. I agree. So Yeah, you're more likely to return it and maybe swap it for something that you're going to use a bit more if you know that that person spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, I see loads of people making TikToks at the minute of like, here's what to get your boyfriend for Christmas and they're coming up with all just like gaming equipment like I'll oh, get him this keyboard and get him this he this headset and I'm like unless that's the exact brand he's asked for do not yeah. bother like don't don't be going out there buying some random headphones if he's asked for specific ones because they will be wrong mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm definitely more likely to return something if it's more expensive so there are probably some frustrated people out there our survey found that 38 percent of shoppers had returned a Christmas gift but what's funny is a further 45 percent said that they hadn't returned a gift but would re-gift it so there are definitely some people trying not to offend their loved ones here imagine if you re-gift like forgot you opened all your christmas presents and you forgot who got you what and just re-gifted something to the person that had given it you in the first place yeah, like, yeah we bought each other the same thing what are the chances <laughs> That brings us nicely into our 12 days of Christmas. I'll be sharing weird returns from brands. And Emily, you've got a list of weird gifts that people have received and picked your faves. 12 tales in total. Full disclosure, Emily hasn't seen my list and I haven't seen hers. So I'm excited. You can expect genuine shock and awe, listeners. Okay then, right. So I'll go first. Ah, okay, roll the jingle bells. On the first day of Christmas, this shopper was given a Barbie doll that they already owned with a rock taped to it by their four-year-old sister. <laughs> oh, that's a creepy and adorable. <laughs> like, cute that they, that their little four-year-old sisters obviously want to make them something, but like, why are you tying rocks to dolls? Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, if this kid ever needs to get rid of a dead body, <laughs> she's got... <laughs> She's got the know-how. I didn't think like literally day one of the 12 days of Christmas would be talking about how to dispose of a dead body. But here we are. Oh, that's sweet. I like that. It's cute, isn't it? It's like they want to do something different for their sister. They want them to have something that they've never had before. So they're just tweaking a Barbie doll. They're personalising it. <laughs> that is cute. cute. 
But like, yeah, you definitely couldn't return that. You couldn't go up to your four-year-old and say, what is this? Take this back. I don't want it. You'd devastate her. She'd never, ever give a Christmas present again. I know. (laughs) I think we should mix it up and on the second day of Christmas, look at a weird return. Okay. So here's one of the weird stories that we've had coming in from brands. So imagine if on the second day of Christmas, your true love gave to you a 15-inch laptop. Sounds amazing, right? Yeah. But if you're a fashion brand that has sent out a pair of shoes and a 15-inch laptop has come back to you, you're going to have some questions. (laughs) Not even a new laptop, like just their personal... Just their laptop. Their personal ratty laptop. How does that get into your return? Do you know they've probably made the return online, probably using a fantastic returns platform, like Rebound, and then have like (laughs) generated the label and then just gone, oh, yeah shut the laptop down and popped it in the bag without thinking. <laughs> yeah, they've got that QR code yeah. and they're like, well, maybe maybe I just need to send my laptop back with the QR code on it. Maybe that's... Exactly. I mean, stranger things, stranger things have happened. But I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the thought process, no. to be honest. No, neither do I. Neither do I. Oh, right. What are we getting on the third day of Christmas? Okay, third day. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, used socks. Somebody, sorry, sorry. Used socks. Somebody got given used yes. socks for Christmas. Yes. How? Okay, I have some follow-up questions for this person. <laughs> <laughs> Not, how do they know they were used? Is like, you know, I mean, presumably it's pretty, pretty obvious. But who... Who have they annoyed that this person thinks, like, that's worse than a lump of coal? That like, at least is, coal is useful. It is. It's basically giving them chores, isn't it? It's saying, here's some washing. I appreciate you. Yeah. Or, go do your cleaning. I clean with socks. Do you? Yeah, great little dusters. Oh. Yeah, odd socks. <laughs> Whack them on your hands. Great little dusters. <laughs> maybe that's not... Maybe that's what they were getting at. <laughs> maybe that's not as tragic as it sounds, but I really hope that they, this person... Like, if you're the person, right that got sent weird, dirty old socks for Christmas, please reach out to us and let us know that you actually got some other nice stuff. If not, I will personally send you some chocolate to make up for the fact that you got grotty socks for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's disgusting. It's gross. It is gross. Unless they just didn't like the person and it was like a, here you go, you filthy animal, half my socks. Oh dear, your turn my turn right the fourth day of christmas so this weird return is a customer's tv remote (laughs) (laughs) so they'd sent back a tv remote in their return uh and the brand has elaborated to say that they actually called to tell the person that this tv remote had been sent back and the person was really grateful because they said that their tv had been stuck on the same channel for (laughs) days (laughs) which Again, again, follow-up questions. One, how? Like, how? I mean, you know, we've heard people that said that, like, they've packed up returns and their children have just, like, shoved random things in parcels and they've not noticed. But, I mean, imagine the frustration. Like, when my TV remote goes missing, I'm pulling sofa cushions off. I'm flipping the rug upside down. So I can imagine how frustrating that must have been. But how did this person not know that they can, I, I mean... Maybe I'm generalising on TVs here, but surely you can change the channel manually on the TV. I don't know. It could be one of them really, really fancy flat ones. I don't know. But either way, <laughs> that 
it's so sad. Just imagine them just like sat in front of the TV on Christmas night, just being like, oh, we really want to watch the Queen's speech. King's speech. King's speech now. But, oh, no, we can't because we're stuck on Channel 4 and Deal or No Deal, like a vintage film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the level of rage it would unleash, like that's losing your TV remote is up there with like stubbing your toe. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like, you just, it's just instant anger for no reason. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guys. Poor guys. We, I think we need a, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually getting angry just thinking about it. So I think we need another yeah. weird and wonderful gift that somebody wished they could have returned. Okay. Okay. I've got one. <laughs> God. Oh, no. She can't even say it's it. Not, it's not. It's just because I don't get it. I don't get this gift. Like, I don't even get the item. Garlic peeling goggles? Why? Garlic peeling why goggles? would you ever. Why do they. Ex- I, I get onion goggles. I would understand that. Yeah. But the surely, surely they meant onion, onion goggles. Maybe. Maybe. That is a useful gift, though. To be fair, onion goggles, that would be used in our household. For sure. Yeah, I mean, my dad, uh, he rides motorbikes. So he, when I was growing up, we always had motorbike goggles around the house and they always went on to chop onions. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I have onion goggles. Maybe maybe I should have patented that. I might have made a fortune. So I'm of the mind that if it's for your kitchen, it's not a Christmas gift. I agree. The thoughts are on that. I agree. If it's anything that I can cook with or anything that's giving me work, I don't want it. If it's a frying pan, no. If it's a vacuum... No, no, that's not a gift for me. That's a gift for the house. Yeah, so this, I mean, my mum listens to this podcast. So sorry, mum, love you. <laughs> there was a Christmas and I was so grateful. I was so grateful because we we'd bought, we, we were moving in together and all I asked for for Christmas was house stuff. That's the, that's the, yeah. that's the time when it's useful. You're moving yeah. in. Yeah. So I got a microwave kettle toaster for Christmas. Buzzing. We needed it for the house. They were the exact ones I wanted. Nailed it, smashed it out of the park. My husband was boyfriend at the time, now husband. She got him loads of gifts. He had like toys to play with and like Lego to build. And I'm like, I, I mean, mom, like you spent enough. The microwave, kettle, and toaster between us is fine. But Christmas Day, he's out here building his Lego. And what am I doing? Like popping open a microwave? Like what? You need something to play with Christmas Day, don't you? You do. You do. So yeah. So no, no, no shade to my mum. The gifts were fantastic, but. That Christmas, I was like, yeah, she definitely likes him a little bit more than me. (laughs) Let's go on to another weird return. And this, I think, bearing in mind we've spoke about having a chicken carcass on this Mm. weird return segment. Mm -hmm. This is the weirdest one that I cannot understand how it came to be. This shopper sent back £500 cash. What? I know. Imagine, imagine, especially if this return came in over Christmas and you're the warehouse worker and you're like, I mean, I mean, happy days. Yeah, I mean, but I'm assuming that that warehouse worker actually like declared it. Oh, they would have to, yeah. Oh, like it's not five hundred quid. It's not worth your job, is it? Five hundred quid cash. That is mental. That yeah. How would that end up in a parcel? That's insane. It's like if people got money just to burn, and they're like, oh, a Merry Christmas. How long would it, yeah, how long would it take you to realise that that's gone? I mean, I guess that depends on the person, yeah. right? But. <laughs> exactly. 
So, Emily, we're at the halfway point. Before we reveal the rest of the list, given you're one of our sustainability queens, mm-hmm. I think it's important that we talk about how people can have a more sustainable Christmas. Well, obviously, we spoke a lot about consumerism and gift giving. So I think it's important that we shed a different light on that. Yeah. Okay. So I've got five key points, which I think are because was some really good advice when you're buying presents this year. So if, if you do say so yourself, if you do, I mean, <laughs> from the sustainability and gift giving queen over here. So number yeah. one, nice. <laughs> uh, try and get a list if you can. I know that kind of takes the magic out of it, but at least you're giving things that that person wants which as well, you know, it will reduce the, the likelihood of things going back and also reduce the amount of potential waste that let's hope never does, but could potentially end up in landfill. So that's point one. That's like what I said earlier. If your boyfriend's asked for Corsair gaming headphones, don't get him Logitech ones, get him the Corsair ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, think about how you are going to receive the items. This is quite an important one, actually. Um, so can you plan ahead of time instead of getting them last minute, you know, that that big Christmas rush, um, maybe the day before Christmas Eve and you're doing things on Amazon Prime and you need it by tomorrow, um, it can be quite uh, harmful for the environment for that next day delivery because we know lack of consolidation on trucks and that kind of thing. So I would say that's point two. Linked into that is forward planning. So making sure that you're getting all the gifts at the same time. So for example, if your mum wants something and you buy it and then your best friend says she wants something and you're buying two different orders, if you could just wait a little bit until you've got all your lists in and then make that, make all those uh, purchases at the same time. Think about your spending. Um, so lots of retailers have those uh, offers on. I know you you really don't like these, Laura, do you? Uh, the ones I it's like... <laughs> Qualify. I, I already know. I already know what you're going to talk about, and I hate them. Uh, like qualify for free delivery if your basket is over X amount. So obviously you're going to put something in that basket, knowing you're going to return it because you don't really need it. Um, it's just to qualify for that free delivery. So think about your spending. That's point four, and point five. Think about where you're buying your gifts from. So are they smaller? sustainable shops what about charity shops do you have to buy them from the super fast fashion brands or can you get them from somewhere else love that there you go that's my five little nuggets of information for you during the uh during the pandemic we did a fully small business only christmas and it was great we shopped local we put little local stickers on everything so it said like this was made locally so that everybody knew yeah. that it was local and people really, really appreciated it. Yeah, and it's so easy to shop small now as well, isn't it? With things like Etsy and Not on the High Street doing so well, you can support small businesses and, and really make, it, make a difference because I have a small business. Uh, I know a lot of people do. Every time an order comes through, you're like, oh, and you get a bit excited. Like, oh, that's another one. That's another one i got to work on this weekend. And you get all excited. And I think it's lovely that you make somebody's day by doing that. So um, I love shopping from smaller businesses. I love all of those tips. Thank you. you. Right, let's get back into our 12 days of Christmas. Chart of weirdness. (laughs) Roll the jingle bells. (laughs) Okay, so I have ordered, I ordered mine um, in, in in varying madness and we're, we're kind of stepping into the final three that for me were the weirdest ones. Um, okay, love so it. So on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a flask with petrol in. You know when you go to the... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know when you go to the petrol station and they've got those plastic things? A jerry can? Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm saying that's really useful. <laughs> that was my thought. It's weird, but it's kind of handy at this time, isn't it? My, my dad would love that, especially when, especially with fuel prices being what they... I mean, they're not so bad now, but being what they were. Yeah. My, my, my dad would love that. I mean probably would opt to maybe get them like a gift card to the shell garage or like just some cash towards fuel or just if I'm insured just go and fill their car up for them would be a bit more inclined to do that not sure I agree with the health and safety no Uh, I am a fire marshal after all uh (laughs) over putting a putting a petrol can under under your Christmas tree I also tiered mine so we're getting into the final three of mine as well okay so the next one is on the eighth day of Christmas, a customer that clearly hates this brand gave to them a half-eaten ham sandwich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, were they eating it on the way to the post office and then just couldn't find a bin? <laughs> and was like, hold on a minute. Yeah, this will do. <laughs> they might be hungry in the warehouse. Here you go. <laughs> Have a lunch. Oh, but it's going to have gone stale. And we we, we yeah. had this conversation a little bit with the raw chicken carcass. But if it's come back like cross-border, like I've watched enough border yeah. forks to know that that's a bio, that's a hazard. Like you can't be bringing in food from other countries. Yeah, if it was all mouldy and everything on the other side, that would have been really horrible for them to open and smelly as well. So that's a, that's not a nice one. I think to your point, if, if it had been a genuine return and they'd just been like walking in and just like, oh, I've got nothing to do with this, I'll just shove it in my return. Mm-hmm. That means they've probably also done a genuine return at the same time. But that would like, then imagine if that item has been sent out and you've received like a little black dress stinking of old ham. Yeah. Like the smells, the smells are going to have mingled. It's not it's just not what you want. Yeah. It will probably, yeah, you're right. They would have to get the dress cleaned or whatever for the next person. Like you couldn't just put that straight on your shelves, could you? Because it would have the smell. No. Mm, no. Yeah. Right, I want to get back to what weird gifts people get because in a, in a list where used socks is not in the top three, I'm excited. <laughs> My next one is a bit of a weird one and I'm not sure, entirely sure what it is, but in my imagination, this is peculiar. Uh, a piping reindeer. A what? A piping reindeer. I, I, I'm going to have to Google that. So Google it. Because I have it, no idea. I have no idea but what, in my head, this is a ornament of a reindeer with a pipe. Ah, uh, yes. My nan has a Santa with an accordion. <laughs> it's probably... Maybe there is. Maybe there are set. If I uh, if I Google piping reindeer, I just get loads of reindeers made out of pipe cleaners, which probably isn't probably isn't what this person got sent. A piping reindeer. A piping, like I mean, how random? That's not. Is that festive? Is it? I don't know. I don't know what a piping. I don't know. Weird. It depends what it was. It depends what it, what it was piping. I mean, if it played a nice little Christmas tune, fantastic. If it's playing oh, Enter Sandman I, by Metallica, I probably it was not. Like a smoke pipe. Like, you know, like the old oh. pipes, <laughs> like a granddad pipe. <laughs> no, he's probably playing like the pan, like the pan pipes. <laughs> I'm just like this image of a reindeer with like a granddad hat on and a smoke pipe. <laughs> oh, like an incense burner type scenario. Yeah. You put some like incense in his pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're going to, maybe we, 
we uh, maybe we should do a follow up question to this person yeah. if, we, if, if we can get their information from the survey and be like we're going to need to see pictures of what this piping reindeer looks like. If you're listening and you have what you would describe as a piping reindeer, send us your pictures. PG only, please. <laughs> right. Go on. We are into the penultimate weird return that a retailer got sent. They received a soiled suit that had been sent back. And this person sent it back because they claimed it didn't fit. I mean, it was soiled. So oh. clearly they'd worn it and it did fit. I don't know what they meant by soiled. And I was too scared to ask a follow-up question. <laughs> Um, but the interesting thing about this is that the suit had been tailored and made custom to size with that person's <gasps> measurements. Oh, that's So cheeky. they're like, oh, it didn't fit. I'm like, well, the measurements you've given us are wrong then, sir, clearly. <laughs> that That is cheeky, that is, isn't it? That is naughty. You can't, you yeah. can't do that. I had heard a story about a retailer that rents out like wedding suits mm-hmm. and that includes kilts. And some people wear those quite traditionally without any underwear on. Yes. And they said they had to have quite a rigorous cleaning process for their kilts. Um, so take of that what you will. But when I hear, see the words soiled suit, that's where my mind instantly goes, unfortunately. Oh, no. So if I have to live with that horrible image in my head, so do all of you listening. <laughs> <laughs> right, Emily, I want to hear the last weird gift. Okay. The top one that you looked at this list and was like, what in the world? <laughs> Okay, so the last one I'm very excited to share because I did actually laugh to myself when I read this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's oh a, gosh. It's a mug with Lionel Rich's face on it, which says, Is it tea you're looking for? <laughs> I mean, why would someone want to return that? That's just that's just quality. Yeah, this is a weird gift, isn't it? They didn't return in this. Yeah, that is absolutely quality. That would be the mug that I wheel out of the back of the cupboard every time a, a guest comes around. <laughs> yeah, just so sad if they've got a sense of humour. Like give them, give them yeah. that mug and see if they can stay or not based on their reaction. I... I'm really surprised by that, but I was also surprised by the survey that we did. We asked what kind of category of gifts people were most likely to return, whether that's clothing, footwear, games. Uh, and weirdly, the highest category for return or re-gift was novelty items. Really? Like, novelty stuff, you just don't bother, do you? Because if, if, if it's funny and it's got a story behind it. Yeah. Uh, see, that's the sort of gift that I think somebody's either really put a lot of thought into or it's one of those where somebody's mentioned once liking Lionel Richie and now it's become their whole personality yeah. trait. <laughs> Like everything, all of their presents are Lionel Richie themed. Yes, yes, I agree. Like, oh, I just, I just said I liked one song. Why have I got all of this? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I made the mistake of telling my mum I like cows and um, everything oh, I the got. The mums are really getting it this episode. <laughs> <laughs> everything I got last Christmas. I got cow towels, cow mugs. I got a big cow head to go in my kitchen. I, I remember you telling me this. Wasn't there also like a toilet roll toilet holder Toilet roll something? holder with a cow on. What else was there? Oh, there's cow candlelight holders, cow cushions. <laughs> and then you ca- and then before you know it, you are the cow lady because everyone's on. buying your cow yeah. stuff. <laughs> so this person's the Lionel Richie person. Every single time someone comes around the house, they say you've got a Lionel Richie mug. Well, they must love Lionel Richie. <laughs> and that's it. It's all of a sudden they're the Lionel Richie person. <laughs> right. 
we're on the 12th day of Christmas, oh, okay. so we're really getting festive now. I'm excited. Really getting festive. This one it has given me nightmares ever since I read it. <laughs> uh, it probably should come with a trigger warning. Apologies, not going to give you one. I didn't get one, so neither do you. <laughs> so, on, <laughs> on the 12th day of Christmas, this person opened up her return in a warehouse and out with an almighty thud <laughs> landed... A live tarantula. A thud? Oh my. I mean, I definitely added the thud Plop. for dramatic effect, but they don't, you know. Oh they don't. my gosh, you are joking. What makes me more nervous about this as well is that when that's landed, mm-hmm. it's going to start scurrying. It's been in a parcel. Yeah. It's going insta- it's it's to instantly get on the run. It's panicked. Ten tarantulas are tapping, I tell you. <laughs> The the thing that, like, obviously my brain instantly goes to is that somebody's beloved pet that has ended up in a parcel going back to the retailer and they're probably looking for beloved Bertie all around the house. Like, where have you gone? Firstly, don't have a tarantula as a pet. If I lost my cat and I put posters (laughs) up around the neighbourhood and put it in the local Facebook group of cat missing, please keep an eye out, everyone would be out there searching, keeping their eyes peeled. If I lost my tarantula, well, the, na- the neighbours would throw a fit. Yeah. No, that's... Imagine, imagine if, if I knew there was a tarantula loose in my neighbourhood, you can guarantee I'd move. <laughs> I'm not being dramatic, I would move. I'm never going back out into my garden again. Can't do it. I mean, I guess tarantulas are kind of festive, right? There's one in Home Alone. It's the, it's the part where I have to close my eyes every time when it's like running across the stairs. Oh, and it lands on his chest as well, doesn't it? With a thud. Oh, God. With a thud? With a thud. Watch Home Alone. With, With the bass turned up. I bet you can, I bet, I bet you hear it. Oh, absolutely disgusting. Well, that wraps up our 12 days of Christmas. So my final thought is that there's more to life than retail and returns, even for us at Rebound. In all seriousness, we know this is an intense time of year out there in retail land, rounding off a challenging year for you all. To quote Ferris Bueller, Emily, you need to watch the film. Mm -hmm. To quote Ferris Bueller, life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. We really hope you give yourself the space to have a fun and festive break and hit the new year feeling refreshed. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yay! (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us, Emily. That's all we have time for in our third episode and for this year, in fact. Don't forget to hit subscribe and send us any questions, return stories or retail confessions to podcast at reboundreturns.com. We'll catch you again in 2024.